Welcome to Two Waggish Hags, a comedy podcast that talks about the creepy, the weird, and all things spooky with a comedic southern flair. Welcome back to Two Waggish Hags podcast with Angela and Aubrey. I'm Angela. I'm Aubrey. And today we're going to talk about spirit guides. Now, I've been told a lot about mine. Like, who they are. Mine's drunk. Apparently, I have one whose name is Hank, and he wears a dirty tank top and smokes a cigarette, and when I do too much, he encourages my husband to be mad at me, and that's supposed to tell me to slow down. And when I was told this, you know what I thought of? You know that video with Cindy Lauper, Girls Just Want to Have Fun? Yeah. Well, you know the dad in that video? Yeah. That's exactly what I saw as soon as she told me. I was like, I don't even know this person, but apparently you don't have to. No. Because apparently mine are two, both of my grandmothers and two of my aunts, and here comes this random dude named Hank. And I have no clue. Where'd you come from? Where did you go? I have no idea. So, take it away with the spirit guides, Aubrey. <laughs> So, <laughs> tell us what they are. Um, it said that there are many ways to describe a spirit guide and that they um, also have different meanings for different people. And one way to characterize a spirit guide is as a helper that has been selected or assigned to us before we're born. So, most of our spirit guides have been with us since, like, the beginning. Yeah, and I hear we pick our family, too. So, just remember that. We pick these people. And another way to explain a spirit guide is that they symbolize a piece of our unconscious mind that symbolically helps us in our search to be complete. Hmm. And spirit guides are completely dedicated to our personal growth and development. And they will only intervene in our life as much or as little as we want them to. I need a little more help. Like, I'm calling on them now. I need a little more help. So, there are different types of guides. And um, some of the guides have been with us our entire life, even since birth. And others kind of join the team at different times based on our needs. We can also request more guides to be assigned to us. But See, this is what I don't get. Like, it seems like people know who your spirit guides are, but how do you know who they are? Like, without having to ask somebody that's psychic and be like, because I've heard that if you meditate hard enough and you ask them to show themselves to you or you know, tell you who they are that you can hear them. But then again, I hear that it's only ringing that you hear. So how would you know? She, you got me. How would I know? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really, I don't, I don't know. I had a hard time with this one. I just. Sometimes I do too, because they say it can be. uh Like it just, I don't know. So like one of them is like archangels. Yeah. Which are leaders in the angel world, and they're very powerful, very energetic. They leave signatures. Um, and said so that people that are empaths or sensitive to energy feel a shift of energy when they are in the room. 
I and felt that. So each angel has a specialty and can work with countless people at a time. So the archangels can be in multiple places at multiple times. That's phenomenal. And then you have your guardian angel. And this is everybody has one. And is it's exclusively yours. Like it's not helping anybody else. How so, do you... I want to know who mine is. It says they devote their lives to helping you and can be called at any time for immediate assistance. They love you unconditionally and forever. They are non-denominational and work with people of all faiths and spiritual beliefs. I don't need to. Ah, bug. Oh, God. <laughs> Why'd you throw it at my face? Uh, fuck if I know, but I hope that's not my guardian angel. <laughs> well, if it is, he's pissed. He came right oh. at me. Oh, speaking of that, the next one is spirit animals. <laughs> oh, that's real nice. It may, it may be a pet you once had who passed away and is now part of your spiritual guidance squad. Boudreaux. My basset hound. It is Boudreaux. I still I hear him it. click on the glass oh door, gosh. and I don't even have the glass door. I don't even live in that house. It burned down. <laughs> and so they can also be any animal that has something to teach you. Oh. They can show up for the first time in a dream in your yard in my car. Um, <laughs> That's not mine. Or on a coffee <laughs> mug. On a coffee mug. It's clearly yours. It was on you. It flew at both of us, so what if it's somebody we know? It flew at both of us because you slung it at me. <laughs> you know a choice. Um, I don't want it. There are ascended masters, such as Buddha or Mother Mary. I've heard of this. They were once humans. They had living journeys of deep spiritual growth and influence. Um, now they have a special place as leaders in the spirit world, as guides to individuals like us, and they are said to be partners and work together in harmony no matter what culture or religion they were a part of before when they were alive. So I want to know who mine are. So now I'm going to be on a mission to find somebody who's going to tell me the truth. Not somebody who's going to get in my inbox and say, I felt a vibe off your picture when your profile picture is of a fucking bicycle. You know what I mean? I I've had people do that. Like, I had my profile picture on Instagram as a cookie. And this chick is in my inbox like, oh, I felt a vibe off your profile picture. What vibe did you feel off the cookie? That you was hungry? <laughs> Stop talking about cookies. You know I'm on a diet. I know. And you're making me hungry. I ain't made none in a while. And I made so many of those ooey-gooey bars that... Uh, I didn't share not a single one. Uh, I might get sick if I have to eat another one. You're making me hungry. So, departed loved ones is another one. And they are loved ones or family members who have passed away. And they may choose to be your spirit guide. And actively support you from heaven by helping you in very practical ways. Like sending you career opportunities your way or mutual friend nurturing that did not say mutual i can't read um hey we know each other on facebook relationships one of your um grandmothers could be an important guy in your life whether you knew them well in life or not any human that has passed away might become a spirit guide for example if you are a dancer your spirit guide 
um, you can have a spirit guide on your team that was once a dancer. So it doesn't necessarily have to be someone you knew. I didn't get one of those because I can't dance. <laughs> he was an example. Well, that's why I don't do dance and TikTok <laughs> videos. And then there are helper angels. <laughs> oh, I need a lot of These help. are freelance. So, um, they help people who are looking for specific situations, like finding a new job, friends, a new house, things like that. I need a new house. I need my freelance spirit guide. Right. To come and help. I didn't even know you had freelance. Like, does it jump to another person when it's done with you? Possibly. Like, this is the end of our freelance project. It says that they look for people with specific needs oh so then there is how do spirit guides communicate see and we kind of talked on this a little bit in like a previous podcast yeah but it said that spirit guides often send us signs known as oh god y'all bear with me synchronicities synchronicities which are meaningful consequences not consequences, coincidences. <laughs> it's been a long day, y'all. So, for example, you say you want to learn a new language, and then out of the blue, you come across a book or a class to learn a new language. That has happened to me several times. And then spirit guides also communicate through number sequences like 111 or... Or you could have a lucky number that pops up when you go for like a job interview. It could be like in the address for wherever your job interview is. Or if you're looking for a new house, it could be in the house number. Yeah. So like, you know, we kind of talked about the number sequences in a previous though. Um, they can also speak to you through music. I love music. So, like, a song that has a certain meaning comes on when you're having, like, a rough day. Mine is Silly Love Songs by Paul McCartney. It doesn't matter what kind of day I'm having. If that comes on, my mood is instantly changed. I don't know why. Jelly Roll makes me cry. <laughs> Jelly Roll. I'm not even going to lie. For shame. I mean, I can't help it. I don't know what it is. I'm so hard. I got all these tattoos. I cuss a lot. And then Jelly Roll comes on. And and she, I mean, I show no emotion. Uh, people had to... I, I've had I people can't tell say me anything, I'm cold. Though, I can be listening, like, you know, like, I feel like I need a little worship in my life. And have, like, my worship playlist on and be squalling, eyes closed, hands in the air, ain't nobody driving the car but Jesus. Have you heard Save Me by Jelly Roll? It's the same experience. The know. same experience. I don't think I've heard that one. You got it. It's the same experience. I dribbled. It's the first time drinking. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I know. So, there are also way, ways my hair's falling out, that you can communicate with your spirit guides. I need to know this because I have, I have some conversation that needs to be had. So, and I, y'all, I printed this off. I don't even know from where because it cut it off. But, um, it was 10 ways to start communicating with your spirit guides. And that came out really good. And That's what we are. It said, one was be more present in your everyday life. So, part of getting more guidance from your spirit guides is recognizing the messages they are sending. Many times the messages our guides send are lost on us because our lives are too busy and our minds are too busy. 
So we're not focusing on what we need to be focusing on. So the action for this is to try to open up some space in your schedule or taking some responsibilities off of your plate if possible. And you know, like when you're not rushing around, you'll notice more messages from your spirit guide. And it said that um, you can help quiet your mind by finding a meditation practice that works for you so you can better create a more, like, be better at creating more space in your mind. I love meditation. But my mind, like, with that adult ADHD, it goes like 9 million miles. So you're sitting here and you're like, okay, clear my mind. Let's breathe. And then all of a sudden it's, did I turn my straightener off? Did I close the toothpaste? Are the kids awake? Did the dog pee in the floor? Did I let them out quick enough? And it's 90 miles an hour and everybody's like, just think on that thought and let it pass on. I can't because my mind is constantly like. I know. I, like some days I'm so organized and I'm completely on it. And other days I'm using my phone as a flashlight to find my phone. Yeah. And sometimes I can't cut my brain off. That's why I take Ambien. Well, I can't. Well, I mean, people's like. Because I get in the bed and I'm like, oh gosh, did I take the garbage out of that house? Did I forget? Where is my furniture polish? Did I get all my stuff? Where are my shoes? See, that's called a 100 milligram gummy. And I. In my case. Take my little Ambien and I drift off to sleep and I sleep so good. I don't even hear my husband leave in the mornings. Me too. But see, the the issue I have is I have so many things going on. It's an accomplishment if I actually finish one project (laughs) before starting another. Or if I actually finish one chore before starting another. And now that I'm thinking about this, where have my spirit guides been when I've been like, oh, well, I'm going to finish all these dishes today. And then I'm going to get all these dishes with all these clothes washed and I get sidetracked and none of that stuff gets done. You think they would come down and be like, yo, yo, bitch, slow down. No. I Put your clothes in the dryer. McDonald's one day and I wasn't even picking up anything for myself. I think I was getting lunch for my, my boss because I had them on the phone. And I'm sitting there and I pull up to the window and I'm giving the lady the order. And all of a sudden, one of those little bitty birds that's always sitting out there flies in the car. And it's like, in my face, I'm screaming. The lady inside is like, ma'am, are you okay? And my manager's like, oh my God, what's happening? The bird. And I get back and I was telling them, I was like, this bird just flew in the car. And she was like, it's one of your, um, one of your animal spirit guides. It was tired of you not listening. Right. I was like, it had to get in my face like that. I had little scratch marks. It's sad that it had that ours have to go to such extreme measures. <laughs> Scared me to death, though. I was like, "Oh Lord, here we go. I'm gonna get bird flu." Right. Just watch. It'll be me. I'm gonna ask somebody though. I'm gonna find somebody who knows how to tell you who your spirit guide is, and I am gonna get them to answer because I want to know oh, who know my what? guardian angel is. We're we're actually gonna. Like cross that topic here and just oh, uh, we're you learn so, something new every day. The number two thing was stay on the lookout every day for signs from your guide, and it says the more you watch from signs, the more you'll recognize the signs. And um, 
it said something else magical happens too that as your guide sense your senses that you're more aware of them they're um like they'll send you more messages so the action for this is to remind yourself on your what oh <laughs> i was like that don't make no sense remind yourself on like your commute to work or while you're showering or you know just doing something that doesn't really require a whole lot of thinking to um like be on the lookout for those messages and if you're trying to make a major decision or you're going through like big changes or challenges expect the guide coming at you to increase their helpivity to help navigate your situation right the third thing is to start a spirit guide journal see i've never heard of the journal part it said to get a special journal and devote it solely to increasing communication between you and your guide said that to consider this like a sacred place where you can write your guides a letter ask for assistance in specific ways um, while your guides know you and your life well, it can be powerful to use your free will to ask for help and guidance. And you can also use this journal to record any important signs they send. So, your action step would be to write your guide a letter at the beginning of the week and express gratitude for a sentence or two about anything in your life that you think they've helped with recently. Okay. And it even says to spend a few sentences asking them for help or guidance on a specific issue. And for the rest of the week to watch for synchronicities from your guides regarding those issues. Four is to get to know your guide and give them names. See, that's what I want to know. I want to know names. You, I, from the way this talks, you give them names. Give them so, it says you might give one of your guardian angels a name you've always loved, like Emily. Or, you could be thinking of your spirit guide or your guardian angel as you read a name in a novel. And, like, say you're reading a book and somebody's name is, like, Stacy or Chuck or something. And it makes you think of, like, your guide. That becomes their name. Now, it is funny because... I have always heard, and when Spring told me about Hank, because, you know, I go to her for just about anything. So, when she told me about Hank, the spirit guide, at first I thought it was funny. And she's like, no, this could have been your spirit guide throughout your whole entire life. Because it's like a name you would be drawn to. And I have referred to people, like, in nickname. It's just like a go-to name I go to is like Hank. Stop Hank. Quit Hank. Yeah. You know, knock it off Hank. And I, yeah, I think that's, you yep. But it says that giving a guide a name makes them feel more real and may encourage you to connect to them on a more regular basis. Now, when Ben thinks I'm working too much and he comes in and he's like, you need to take a break. You need to stop. You need to spend some time with me. And I look at him and go, all right, Hank. So, I do think he works through Ben. And it's possible. And it says that you can also come to know a personality of one of your guides after working more closely with one of them over time. So, the action step for this is see if a name comes to you 
for one of your guides via your intuition. And, um, or it's just to simply get creative and give them a name. They don't want me giving them a name. <laughs> and it says, if a guide always offering you help, if a guide is always offering you help taking your career to the next level, they might be serious and motivated, yet another guide could be playful and always send you, like, humorous guidance, encouraging you to lighten up. Well, I think we're light enough, but I do think the, that mine needs to work on, you know, catapulting our career. <laughs> it says, one, um, another way is to surrender something to your guide. So, when you're frustrated about a situation, confused about what your next step is, or kind of feeling like you don't have any control, surrender an issue to your guide. So, even if it's giving yourself a little break, this can allow fresh insight to come as well as let your guide have more freedom to do their own thing and help. The action step is to practice energetically releasing an issue to your guide. And even if it's just temporarily. So, try to quiet your mind instead of strategizing and worrying and use a mantra like, I'm surrendering this issue over to my guides. To see what they can do. I give it to you, Hank. There you go. And it says that you can learn more about your spirit guides. It said that just researching guides will help increase your communication with them. You can look for experts and information that resonates with you and is positive, empowering, and healing. So, the action step would be to attend a workshop, take an online class, read a book about spirit guides. Um, I got a book about spirit guides. This is like one of the most recent angel intuition. So, that was a recommendation on this site. And it said, notice if simply learning more about them magically opens you up to more communication. Said so your guides will be excited that they have your attention. It, huh. So, number seven is improving your intuition. And how would you do that? So, you know, everybody has intuition. And we can all improve our intuition with study and practice. And there are, like, four main intuitive pathways that you can play with and develop. And um, they, I found a thing that said that there were... Um, like intuition quizzes that you can take, which help dis- help you decide which is like strongest for you. We need to find. We need to do that. And it said, for example, it was like you can hear gentle voices in your mind, which is clear audience. Oh yeah. Which, you know, I always think I hear somebody calling my name. That comes in psychic ability. So, and that's that's next week's episode. No, wait, wait, no. That's. Aww. It's it's coming up. It actually is next week's episode. But it says that you can see guidance and images in your mind, which is clairvoyance. No guidance as breakthrough thoughts or mental downloads, which is claircognizance. Yeah. Cognizance? I don't know. Or feel guidance as energy, emotion, or physical sensations, which is clairsensation. Yeah. No, sentence. Clear sentence? I don't I can't say it right either. So the action step is to practice using your intuition to make small decisions. Um 
like the outcomes of which aren't a big deal, like where you go for lunch with a coworker. I promise y'all nobody farted. We're outside and yeah. there's people going down the road. So. That's nice. Um, it says you can even play a game with your intuition by asking, um, like, which method you should emphasize to communicate more with your spirit guides. Hmm. Um, you can ask a number between 1 and 10. Did you hear a number in your mind? See a number in your mind? Have a strong knowing about a number or thought? A feeling? You know, just... I've heard of that before. Because yeah, they... Kind of play with it. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to try if I can get my shit together. I'm going to try and see if I can do all of those things. And see, I say I'm going to do this and then I forget about it. You sound like me. Like the doctor's appointment I was supposed to be making for the last two weeks. I cannot remember to make that appointment. Right. So, number eight is develop daily, weekly, and monthly spiritual practices. Spirit guides are of the spirit world. Spirit guides are of the spirit world and have a powerful ability to ground you in your own spirituality or help you discover it. Yep. Having regular spiritual practices like drawing an oracle card every morning for inspiration, I taking love a meditative yoga class once a week, or attending a spiritual gathering once a month with other people will create more intimacy with your spirit guides. So. Yeah, but we live in the South, so you never, you you say spiritual, but demons are spiritual too. Yeah. So, you never know what you're going to get down here. I'm telling you, I'm convinced. One of my spirit guides is drunk and the other one is hooked on Satan. I just want to know why mine's wearing a tank top and smoking a cigarette. Because he's just living his best life. Like, it sounds so trailer park. Like, I'm Southern enough. Oh, bless like, it. people from the north make fun of how I say hi, y'all. And, I mean, why not just give him a Miller but, High Life? But, you know, in all fairness, we make fun of people who say, hey, you all. They are weird. You know, I mean, we do. Like, so. stop that. Don't. <laughs> it's not cute. Just say y'all. Right, y'all. So, the action step is to do something in the next few weeks like a new moon or full new, full moon, not noon, full moon ritual. Ah, uh-uh. you said <laughs> ritual. Yeah, we got that coming up at some point, too. To create more spiritual practices in your life. Are we doing rituals now? Me? Yeah. Like, you said it's coming up. Is that me? We going to do a ritual? No, it's one of our topics. Oh, that's right. Okay. Blessing. I was finna say, did we just start a coven? <laughs> no. Damn. No, Jesus, I did not. <laughs> I'm not influencing nobody. <laughs> um, Mother Nature would love to have you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she would. Thanks. So, it's just that you can also make a list of some of your most important spiritual beliefs. For example... You may have a strong belief that the soul lives on after the body dies or feel closer to spirits whenever you spend time in nature. Yes, that's me. I like nature and solitude and peace and I don't want to hug a tree, but I want to walk amongst them. I thought you were going to say you wanted to walk one. No, that would be some sort of twilight. They would come and get me and stake me or something. (laughs) Thank you. Look, she's climbing up the tree. I'd be on one of the paranormal shows. Paranormal caught on camera. 
So number nine is simply send your spirit guide a message through your thoughts. <laughs> it says this may sound like the quickest and easiest way to connect with your spirit guide, but it really works. You can make a formal prayer or blessing, or you can simply tell them what you need in your thoughts with a brief sentence or two. So the action step is that as soon as you finish reading this article or listening, you can ask your spirit guides for help in your thoughts with something you've been worried about. Then also ask for help from a loved one, coworker, expert, or healthcare professional. Because, I mean, we need all the support we can get. First off, when I was working, I wouldn't ask any of my coworkers this. No, but it says, like, like people you trust. Exactly. I wouldn't ask my family either. Like, my family would make up some stuff, like, for real. Yeah. And then I would be concerned. <laughs> so, the last communication step is, like, use a divination tool. Yes. And I know what those are. You know, I mean, these have been around forever. I have a pendulum and You a can use board. oracle cards, tarot got those, cards, got those. runes. Got those? Ruins? I got those. Well, this said runes, R-U-E-N-E. Yeah, they're ruins. <laughs> I got those. There are a ton of the divination tools, and you can look up and kind of decide which one works best for you. I got a bunch of them. So, your action step is that before you work with your divination tool, take your cards or anything else in your hands... And hold them for a minute, closing your eyes. You want to take deep breaths and center yourself. And then silently ask your spirit guides to send you helpful healing messages through this tool. Yes. I've done that. Now, the last part is what to do if you feel disconnected from your spirit guide. So, if you're feeling disconnected, I mean, it happens all the time. Don't worry. And you have a connection to your spirit and always will like just because you feel disconnected doesn't necessarily mean you are they Um, just don't time out like your spirit guys are always there working on your behalf behind the scene whether you sense them or not and sometimes it's during the most challenging times in our life that we feel disconnected so um what we need to remember is that i mean during that time our spirit god is actually doing everything they can to help us more and when you're going through big changes, this helps to ground, you know, yourself to feel connected to your spirit guide. Um, it even mentioned watching a documentary or a movie with spiritual themes, listening to podcasts by a spiritual healer, um, reading anything that's uplifting. Um, it says um, the best time would be 20 minutes every night before bed. See, I have a book that says that gives you daily rituals for like, self-love and you know manifestation and a whole bunch of stuff i think i'm gonna read it again i didn't really put any seriousness into it the first time yeah so well, maybe i'm gonna try some your of these. spirit guide wants to be close to you and have a close relationship with you so as you open up to them and attempt more communication with them you may start to notice that you're receiving more messages and so, for most people, the invitation starts with recognizing the communication in order to make it more noticeable to them. Sounds easy. And then, let's just hold it off.
Oh, so I forgot to write down my questions. So I didn't write down any for the last couple of next couple of episodes. Either. I mean, I have enough questions. <laughs> like now, I have to find somebody who will tell me all of this information on these guides because. I want to know which one is there constantly and all the time, and I want to know the name because, you know, it's better than talking to myself. At least I'll have somebody to be like, yo, help me out here. But I need a name to go with it, help me out. But it's just that you give them the name. They don't necessarily have a specific name. Well, what if I don't want to give them a name? Well, I mean... What in the world? Well, y'all, that's been all for this episode of Two Waggish Hags Podcast. We're going to actually find out who our spirit guides and our guardian angels and stuff are. And we're going to come back on on another episode and we're going to break it all down. Yeah. We're just have to next step find somebody that can tell us this information and tell it to us correctly. Yeah. So there you go. You've been listening to Spirit Guides with two waggish hags. I'm Angela. And I'm Aubrey. And we'll catch y'all on the dark side. See you later. You've been listening to Two Waggish Hags with Angela and Aubrey. You can follow us on Facebook and Spotify. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any interesting topics... Email them to us at twowaggishhagspodcast at gmail.com. And if you would like to sign up for exclusive content, you can find all that information on our Facebook page. Give us a follow. Thanks for being here. Spook you next time, hags.